Welcome to Canada's podcast. Hi, this is Celine Williams, hosting from Ontario for Canada's podcast. My guest today is Milena Radakovic, Canada Ambassador of Women's Entrepreneurship Day Organization, or We Do, and also President president and owner of Nexus Exhibits. She has won various awards for her business leadership and volunteer work in supporting women's initiatives and the community at large. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me, Celine. I'm happy to have you here. Um, I... We're going to talk a lot about uh, we do and what that is, but before we get there, because you are also an entrepreneur, I'm going to ask the question: Can you tell us a little bit about your journey as an entrepreneur and what got you to being involved with with we do specifically? Sure. Um, I think uh, deep down, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. So when I was in my corporate world. Uh, and in my education, I always wanted to make sure that I could support small and medium-sized businesses. So um, I made sure that uh, I got my MBA because uh, when you're competing in the consultant wor- world against men, you got to make sure you've got the, the big titles in behind your name. Uh, so I first started my consulting firm. Um, I was doing marketing strategies um, for small, medium-sized companies who couldn't initially afford like a, a CMO or a VP of marketing after I did my corporate world. Um, and then I had the opportunity to join Nexus Exhibits in 2010 um, as an employee. And I had used Nexus Exhibits for about 20 years with my corporate world and my consulting world. I love the organization. I love the culture. And when I joined, um, I fell in love with it. And I asked for first right of refusal, and then I acquired the company in 2013. Um, And just, it's been an amazing uh, experience. Um, I love um, driving my team, motivating them, and really giving an open environment. And as we were, as building the company, I was very passionate about supporting uh, women in leadership. So I started volunteering in different women uh, organizations, really um, supporting women because I've had really good mentors in my life, in my corporate world. So I was trying to help women as they progress in their leadership. Uh, And then I joined EO, Entrepreneurs Organization, on the chapter board. And now I'm on actually the the global subcommittee. And I was just always passionate about entrepreneurs and women initiative. And then in 2019, I got nominated to originally be the Alberta ambassador of WeDo. And then through the interview process, uh, they said I had done so much um, experience and helped community in, in the women's and entrepreneurship side that they asked me to be the regional ambassador for Canada. So then I became the ambassador for Canada, and this is my third year now. And I'm so excited. We created a non-for-profit, We Do Canada, and uh, now we're working towards our charity status. Very cool. I'm I and congratulations on on you know getting this role as Canada ambassador. It's always a, a you know an exciting and exciting moment and a privilege when you're recognized in that way. So congratulations on that. Um, for those of us who are not familiar with We Do or We Do Canada, can you tell us a little bit about um, what it is besides you know Women's Entrepreneur Entrepreneurship Day organization? Because it sounds like it's more than just a day specifically. Right. 
you know, we do, it's an international campaign as well as uh, hashtag choose woman. We are the largest non-governmental volunteer organization. So we are literally across 144 countries. We're celebrated annually at the United Nations across 65 universities and colleges internationally. So since we have started, we have created a powerful network of over 4 billion unique women across the panel, across the planet. So what we want to do is we really want to empower the next generation and really drive women entrepreneurs across the world. So we have ambassadors across the world and we have a movement of how can we empower the next generation to become um, the female to become entrepreneurs, because we believe by empowering women to become their own business owners, we can alleviate poverty across the world. So can you talk a little bit more about that and why it's so important for women to get involved in entrepreneurship specifically? And, you know, because clearly there is a link to alleviating poverty and the, the change from that perspective. So sadly, it's, it's sadly, but yet it's also good. So women across the world are the most responsible borrowers. So for instance, if a woman entrepreneur goes to a VC versus a male, I'm going to give you an example here. We are extremely conservative in our business uh, plans. So in other words, when we do our business projections, we're very concerned. We want to say, can we get this? Like we will not add another number or anything. It's, studies have shown against men entrepreneurs and we pay back about 90% of the money within the timeframe that we wanted to. So, and one of the things that we have tested through our mission is that we were paying back microloans. So we were giving across our the developing countries. So that's how it all started. Started in 2013, a social entrepreneur and a humanitarian, Wendy Diamond, she started this whole movement because she believed that and she tested it that women are the most responsible borrowers. So she was part of a mission that gave back, um, created microloans. And then when they came back to the world and did a studies, 97% of them returned it. And 90% of the money that they earned was used to educate their children and to provide for their families and communities. So it was shown that when women created a business, they then hired their own family, women members, the cousins, the grandmothers, their kids, and then they started spreading to the other women at large in the communities. So in the towns and the cities, because a lot of the developing countries, it was mostly the men who went and got the jobs and worked while the women stayed home. So it was so impactful for her to see this, that she wanted to create this world uh, movement because of only 10% of the world's income at the same time um, is earned by women. However, women consume 85% of the purchases and they control $20 tr trillion of the worldwide spending. 
So this is why we find that it's so important to empower the next generation of women entrepreneurs. So here in Canada, we want to support the aspiring female entrepreneurs. We want to give them as much tools as we can. And this is why in Canada, we have created a national scholarship partnership program. So last year alone, in our summit, because that's one of the things that we do is, as, I, as you mentioned, November 19th, we're trying to proclaim November 19th in our cities, in our provinces and federally. So we've got the proclamation in the last year, we got in both BC and Alberta. We've got it in the cities here in Calgary and in, in Edmonton. I have been trying to work with our federal government in the last three years to proclaim November 19th. And then the other thing we do is we create a summit. We want to really educate the next. So we create an educational summit for aspiring women entrepreneurs, as well as entrepreneurs who want to learn from other entrepreneurs. So hear the stories uh, of what other women entrepreneurs have to share. We want to invite change makers, government officials to see what the power of having winter women entrepreneurs is to have it in Canada as well. I'm curious what the, um, and this may completely be an ignorant question, I'll fully own it, but what the benefit of having it proclaimed by the federal government or by the provincial government or wherever it is as a day, right? As Women's Entrepreneurship Day, is there, is there a, is there, is there a specific benefit of it or is it more just to have it recognized as you promote and, and get people involved in the in the scholarship opportunities uh it's well it's the both right because across the world not all the countries recognize women entrepreneurs so the more that we could get them recognized as women-owned businesses and how powerful the community is and what it does for the community will make a big impact. Here in Canada, we the biggest impact that we can't make is for the next generation. And this is why, for instance, we have that $25 million foundation for women entrepreneurs through the federal government. We really want to tie that in with the day. I would love the federal government to see the value and keep it going. So it's not a one-time for instance, grant to us uh, to women existing businesses. This is why we do Canada here. Our foundation is we want to really get the next generation of aspiring women entrepreneurs. So we believe that if we can make the impact through the proclamation, then we can have more additional resources for those aspiring women. That makes total sense. Um, I'm curious if, so let's say there's someone who's listening to the podcast who is an aspiring entrepreneur um, and identifies as female and they think, oh, I, that might be an interesting scholarship. I wonder what that looks like or what I would need to do to even apply or how this works. Um, could you tell us a little bit about that? Because there may be people who are thinking, Ooh, that's up my alley, as well as people who are thinking, how do I donate or contribute to this? So right now we are working with post-secondary universities who have um, either a STEM, a business, um, 
program. And if they have some kind of a women's initiative program within their post-secondary. And right now we are taking applications from both the universities, as well as looking for corporate um, funding uh, for a three-year commitment because we really want to not just do this one year at a time. So last year we had some amazing sponsors and we gave out six scholarships of $2,500 each to, uh, to aspiring female in, from across Canada. We had it from an Olds College to uh, Quebec University, uh, sorry, Queen's University. So right now we're creating a short list of both the institutions and corporations to do this. And then once that's done, we're going to be having uh, information on our website, who the partnering universities are and, the, and who the foundations are. So we're gonna be, the, the scholarships will be, we do Canada scholarship, by and it'll be the name of the um, corporations that's sponsoring it. And the nice thing about it is the corporations can reach out to me at, through LinkedIn or through info at wedocanada.com. And I could send all the information about the scholarships um, that with the universities and that we have on our shortlist right now, because we had some uh, six universities last year. But for the corporations, they are going to have the ability to help us pick out the universities and pick up the areas that they want to promote um, their um, involvement as well. So it's a really good opportunity for the, the corporations to reach uh, to get on board right away, because then we can help shape the scholarships as they were. So we have uh, some requirements for the scholarships, but we want to work with our partners, both on the on the post-secondary and with the corporations to really build a movement and something different that nobody else has seen. We've done our research and there really has not been a single scholarship for women entrepreneurs, um, unfortunately, in Canada. Um, so... I mean, I wish I could say that was surprising, but it's not super surprising. Um, I am curious, and this is, I'm going to play devil's advocate for a second here a little bit. Um, and, and I, and I mean this in a, in a, I think it's an interesting thought experiment way. If the scholarship is meant to encourage women to be entrepreneurs and it is, you know, presumably a, like a corporate sponsor is funding it or donating to it or whatever the case may be in the hopes that that person might work for them in the future? Or what is the specific, what would be the, the reason that someone might want to fund it? Because an entrepreneur is not going to ideally want to be working for a big organization in the future. Uh, not necessarily. So Okay, two things. One, my daughter is currently in university uh, and she's studying business administration with a major in entrepreneurship and innovation. One of the things I actually told her is you can start a business at university because that's that's one of the requisites that we have. But I also believe experience in the corporate world, and that's something that I had, is so the knowledge that you get from there complemented with the education and your startup experience will makes you a really well-rounded person. 
also corporations love the mentality of having entrepreneurs. It's called entrepreneurship, right? So a lot of companies have a culture of entrepreneurship. They want to now hire the next generation of their team to have that entrepreneurial mindset. How do you make your corporations better? So two things. By having the scholarships, you could have a potential of hiring these, um, these amazing women. The second is that the business that the women start could be one of your suppliers or vendors. And uh, there is um, an organization that I'm actually a member of. It's called We Connect International. I'm a certified WeBe, a woman-owned business. There is a mandate with uh, organizations across the world to do a certain amount of business with women-owned businesses. So this also gives the corporations to tap into the future female entrepreneurs to be their vendors and suppliers. So it's really a win-win for the corporations. They, they get the knowledge of this amazing entrepreneurial culture from these students and a possible new vendor. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm curious what um, what is the future of we do in general, but we do Canada specifically. What does the future hold for the organization? Well, we're working towards our charity status. Um, we'd like to, it's as we're all volunteer based right now, um, all our funding right now comes from the partnership and from the uh, sponsorship for our events and ticket sales and uh, the, the, the fundraising of uh, the different things that we're selling. Ultimately, we really want to grow our pot for the scholarships and having a charity status. Uh, we can then have people who want to say donate and get a, a taxable slip for it. So and then we also want to apply for grants, federal, provincial grants to help us grow the organization. And ultimately, I would love to have. Um, an executive director to help us grow our organization. So currently we are also looking for ambassadors across Canada. So we do have an ambassador in uh, Alberta and one in Ontario, uh, but we have a lot of other provinces. And so we really want to reach across the whole Canada to really have these amazing ambassadors help promote our vision um, and our mission and help us get the proclamations across it and then help us distribute the scholarships across the country. So if there's someone listening who might be interested in one of those ambassador roles and who feels, you know, who's really fired up and excited about the mission of the organization, can they reach out at, at wedocanada.com? Is that the best place for them to reach out and, and say, put their hand up and say, I might be a fit for this? That's right. And if you are listening and you want to nominate someone, there is a, a button on our website, too, that you can nominate a, a great woman who's really passionate like myself and like all the other ambassadors and volunteers that we have. And it, may, it could even be to um, if they don't want to be an ambassador, but maybe they want to volunteer for our organization. So each ambassador has their own advisory committee um, and advisory board, and then they have committee um, 
members. So for instance, to put on the event, to do social media, uh, to do communications, um, to do even like administration work. Uh, it's a great opportunity to be part of the the, the next generation, I call it, of aspiring women. And to really learn, for instance, we last year, we had an amazing, we had over 25 university students volunteer for our cause. And quite a bit of them are coming back because they're like, I want to fit this in with my studies because I love what you're doing. Hmm. And a great opportunity also to put on their resume on their cvs to shape that to show the tools that they learned from being part of a teamwork and and making an impact for canada yeah um i think i will have the link to the website in the in the show notes as well for people to to go and check it out um but before we wrap up is there anything that we didn't get to that you wanted to make sure that you leave our listeners and our viewers with uh, or that you want to emphasize before we wrap the 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 conversation up the um the other thing so as i mentioned uh we're looking for na- like uh national scholarship partners mm-hmm. uh we're looking for ambassadors but in also, we're also looking for qualified uh, speakers who are there to help us uh, educate the next, so um, the, the next generation of female uh, entrepreneurs. So we're going to have summits. We do summits around the week of November 19th. So they're going to be across Canada. And if you've got a presentation, a story, tidbits as an entrepreneur that you want to share with our community, please reach out. Um, to me or to um, info at wedocanada.com because we're creating, we're starting to work on our next summits and we really want to hear from you and we really want to showcase the amazing uh, women entrepreneurs across the country and all the the different industries that we have out here. Perfect. Um, Thank you very much for taking the time to talk with me today. It was a pleasure getting to speak with you and to learn a little bit about We Do Canada because it, it sounds like you're up to some pretty amazing things. And, you know, hopefully this continues in the same direction. You get lots of people jumping in who have listened to the show and I really appreciate you sharing the mission and, and your passion about it with us. Thank you, Celine. Uh, one thing I forgot is I have a big BHAG. Um, and for people who are not in business, it's like the big, hairy, audacious goal. Um, for We Do Canada, we want to give away a million dollars worth of scholarship. So if you can help us with our movement, we would gladly love to work with you. Amazing. Um, so thank you. And to the listener, thanks for listening to Canada's podcast. Like, comment and subscribe to all our channels to get the latest podcasts from entrepreneurs across Canada.